from him who has the words of eternal life, from him who is the word of eternal life, be all grace and mercy and peace. Amen. Our text for this morning is our gospel lesson, especially at the end where it says this, after this, many of his disciples turned back and no longer walked with him. So Jesus said to the twelve, do you want to go away as well? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. This is our text. How many people over the years do you suppose have quit following Jesus because his words were simply too hard to understand? How many people do you think have turned away from him and followed the ways of this world because there were one or two or three or, or maybe even more things that he said that they just couldn't get past. They couldn't understand them in their minds. It was too difficult and so they turned away. You might even know somebody like that, someone who was brought up a believer, but once they grew up, and the culture changed around them, and outside influences had their way with them, and the tough teachings of Jesus were simply too much, so they were like that one sheep that Jesus talks about that ran away from the flock. It's very sad, isn't it? In today's gospel lesson, there are many, many people following Jesus, perhaps thousands of people following him as he's making his way through Galilee. He's just fed over 5,000 of them, and they are more than happy to keep following him because they are hoping to get more food. They are looking for a bread king. And it's easy to follow Jesus when what he says is simple and understandable, but when Jesus begins to teach these so-called disciples things that are more difficult to understand, that are more difficult to believe, well, they simply quit following. They turn around and walk the other way. Should we quit following Jesus because we don't believe or understand, because we don't understand everything that he says? Of course not. It's why we're here today. We're here to gain more understanding, to learn more wisdom, as we heard about in our Old Testament lesson today. Because Jesus is the Son of God, we believe what he tells us, even and especially if we don't understand it. You've all heard the phrase, when the going gets tough, the tough get going, and growing up a Green Bay Packer fan and knowing Vince Lombardi, I know that phrase well. When the going gets tough, the tough get going. But how about changing that phrase just a little bit for ourselves as believers? When the teachings get tough, the faithful keep going. Let's consider those words for a few minutes this morning. That's not something that we can do ourselves. God is the one who fills us with his spirit and with his mighty word to enable us to keep on following Jesus even when what he says is hard to understand. On September 2nd, we're going to start a six-week Bible study called Everyone His Witness. And in that Bible study, each of us is going to understand the unique 
individual ways that we have as believers to reach out in our faith to the unique web of relationships that we have in our life and to reach people in individual ways, in ways that they can know and hear and understand, in ways that they will be receptive to it. It's good for us to study this every once in a while, to learn about it, to focus on it, because far too often we believe that reaching out with the gospel is not our job. It's the pastor's job, or it's the job of the evangelism committee, or it's the job of the missionaries overseas. But Jesus calls us as individuals to be his people who reach out with faith and in faith. So what do we make of our text? Hundreds, maybe even thousands of people are already following Jesus, but instead of a miraculous number of conversions, as we might expect, as all these people are following Jesus, this huge group of people dwindles down to just 12. And out of those 12, one of the 12 is not even a true believer. For Jesus knew from the beginning who those were who did not believe and who it was who would betray him. Well, we might begin to wonder what's wrong with Jesus' mission strategy. Doesn't he have a good way of reaching out to people? Why are these disciples turning back and no longer following him? This morning we remember that it's not Jesus that is the problem. It's the sinful, selfish hearts of human beings who find it too difficult to follow along when words are hard to understand. So as we prepare for a few weeks of focusing on sharing our faith in Jesus, let's learn from Jesus. You might think that Jesus, if he were living today, would do things differently than he did 2,000 years ago, that he would have a different mission strategy, that he would do things differently, but, but he wouldn't. Because Jesus' truth doesn't change. And the things that people want to believe haven't really changed either. So how was it that Jesus reached out to people in his day? Well, first he gives the crowd something they want. He gives them a free lunch. And it's a good thing to give people what they need because after all, it's difficult to learn and to hear and to understand if your stomach is growling, if you're hungry, if you have other needs that are clouding the picture in front of you. We do that right here at Ascension with our manna food pantry. We provide for the needs of people. Over the past couple of weeks, we've had people come here to church who have demonstrated and who have shown great need in their lives. And and as I've made my way around the community, uh, riding along with some of our police officers here in Castleberry, I see that there are great needs just doors away from our church right here. But Jesus has much more to offer than just a free lunch. When the people come following after him looking for more fast food, he confronts them with the fact that they are looking for the wrong thing. And they get quickly engaged in this conversation and Jesus delivers them the words of eternal life. Food for the soul. 
He tells them that he is the bread of life. He tells them that he came down from heaven. He tells them that on the last day, he will raise up those who believe. He tells them that no one can come to the Father except through him. No wonder these people with a temporary disciples license find this hard to believe because he's just told them that he is the only way to salvation and they're trying to rely on their own good works. They, they find that they cannot earn their way to heaven. They cannot rely on their own words. If they want eternal life, they would have to eat his flesh and drink his blood. What, they say? This is too hard to understand. Can you see how hard this teaching is for someone who's convinced that salvation is his or her own work? It shouldn't surprise us that these people turn away and they quit following Jesus. Their temporary license expires the moment the teachings get too tough for them. And so Jesus says to them, is, is this tripping you up? What if you see me ascend and go back to the place from where I came? What if you see me go back to my father? How difficult is that? The message for us today is clear. Jesus is not willing to water down his message in order to keep the average attendance up or to pad his statistical numbers. Jesus is more interested in truth than he is in popularity. He's more concerned about telling them what people need to hear rather than whether or not they can stomach it. And so it is that only a few of them actually get it. But never ever get the idea that those few people are not worth Jesus' time. The more that I hear and read about reaching out to those without Jesus or who have a confused view about him, the more I realize that more often than not, the only way to break through is by the power of the Holy Spirit working one individual to another individual, one-on-one. -on -one. It's a few here and a few there. Study after study and statistic after statistic has shown that the majority of people come to church when somebody invites them, when they already have an established relationship. When you say to another person, will you join me in church on Sunday morning? And then following that invitation, a, a great deal of work goes into helping that believer understand the truths that Jesus has revealed about himself in his holy word. But, but what a wonderful and joyful work that is to do as we receive people into his house here and then spend time with them, encouraging them and engaging them in the word and giving them opportunity to study it and get deeper into it. And let Jesus teach them what he has to say. Because when the teachings get tough, the faithful keep going. We keep believing in Jesus, following him, learning from him. After Jesus looks around and sees that there are only 12 left, he asks them a question. And the, the question goes something like this. Imagine that you're invited to a party You've just arrived, you're kind of walking up the sidewalk to the front door, and, and other people are already leaving the party. And the host says to you, well, well you're not going to leave too. You're not going to turn around as well. And you say, of course not. 
I want to stay for the main course. And you do. So I'll ask you the same question this morning. Maybe you've been a Christian, a Lutheran Christian, your entire life. Maybe you've been a Christian only for a short time. But you have faith. You believe that Jesus is the true bread from heaven. And now, as you dig into the Word and teachings get to be a little bit tougher, more difficult to understand, you're not going to leave, are you? Just because we continue to preach and teach the truths that Jesus taught, you're not going to quit believing, are you? Much of the world would like to believe in a Jesus who is only one among many ways to salvation. But Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Surely you won't quit believing in him just because the rest of the world wants a politically correct Jesus, will you? Of course not. We're here today to sit at his feet, to learn from him. We are here to know Jesus. Where else would we go? As Peter put it so well, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have believed and we continue to believe that he is the Holy One of God. And that's why we never back down from preaching the hard truths and the easy ones. The hardest truth for many people is the greatest news in the world for us. That the Son of God came down into this world and was crucified, died, buried in a tomb, and rose again from the dead. When the teachings get tough, the faithful keep going. They, they keep going out to bring others back in. They want others to know about the free forgiveness of Christ and that it is nothing less than the sweetest news our ears can ever hear. Just like children never get tired of their parents telling them over and over again, I love you. So we never get tired of hearing that Jesus was crucified and was risen again for us, for me, and for my salvation. He paid the price for my sins. We never get tired of hearing Jesus say from the cross those greatest words of eternal life, three simple and yet life-giving words. It is finished. We've heard these words, and since our baptism, we have believed them. And so now it's time for us to go out and share that news, that good news with others, one at a time for you, a few at a time for us as a congregation, more and more and more until our Bible classes are filled, until all these pews are filled with people, until our youth and our young people hear the good news of Jesus in their Bible studies and in their Sunday school lessons. We are ready to share the good news of God's truth in Jesus with people who need a Savior, who need to hear from Jesus, I love you. So go this week as a follower of Jesus and remember that when the teachings get tough, the faithful keep going and going and going. Amen.